Welcome to Have Guitar Will Travel, presented by Vintage Guitar Magazine, with your host, me, James Patrick Regan, otherwise known as Jimmy from the Deadlies. And today I'm speaking with up-and-coming R&B singer-songwriter Shannon Lauren Callahan. In our conversation, we cover growing up in Kentucky and her early musical experiences in high school and college, as well as her early musical influences moving from Kentucky to Nashville and how she became involved with the Nashville Writers World. We discuss her EP that she released in September of 21 and the shows she's played after that. We talk about her working as a guitarist for Rozzy and playing Red Rocks. And we talk gear and how she found work doing demos for Fender and Ernie Ball. You can find out more about Shannon Lauren Callahan at her website, ShannonLaurenCallahan.com. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-L-A-U-R-E-N-C-A-L-L-I-H-A-N.com. And she's very active on the socials. Please like, comment, and most of all, share this podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And please support Vintage Guitar Magazine and all the wonderful things they do for us guitar players because they do so many wonderful things for us guitar players. Here's SLC. Hi, James. Hi, Nice to meet you. you. Nice to meet you as well. You know, it's going great. Good. A <laughs> little lonely. <laughs> I'm good. No, but... So, how long have you been uh, working with Vintage Guitar? Um, let me see. Um, who's doing the interview here? Me or you? Oh, that's right. It's me. I'll be asking the questions. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> That's what you think, buddy. <laughs> so, you are Shannon Lauren Callahan. Uh, so three, <laughs> three names. I know. SLC. I had to switch it up. Does anybody SLC? Call you, do, do anybody call you SLC? No, not really. You're the first. Okay. So, well, well, they thank you. They get you confused <laughs> with Salt Lake City if they did. So, I know. That was I know. Good. It's a good town, but it's clean. Anyway. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times. It's an interesting, it's beautiful there. It is. Salt Lake's beautiful. Definitely beautiful. Up against the mountains there. Interesting vibe though. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where where are you from originally? Yeah. I'm from Kentucky, um, but I've been here in Nashville for about six years. Okay. Wow. Long time. So, yep. Yeah. Finished, finished college, did the whole college thing Uh and uh, ended up landing a job here in Nashville. So, Decided to make the move. I work for the Preds, actually. So, NHL team, Bridgestone Arena. So, I work with hockey and uh, concerts. So, I'd always wanted to do... Yeah, like, I I went to school for sport management, and then I minored in music. Uh Um, But I kind of did things, you know, I guess... By the book, I went to college, you know, got the degree, got a stable job, and then it just so happened that I landed here in Nashville. So, then, you know... I was like, well, why not? I'm in Nashville, so I better pursue music while I'm here. Yeah, why exactly. Not? Exactly. The, uh, yeah. Were you were you playing when you were in high school? Was I playing guitar? Um, okay, let's say guitar or singing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I so my musical journey is a little little interesting, but uh, piano is actually like my primary instrument. So I started taking lessons when I was four. Uh-huh. Did that all throughout high school did marching band, band, symphony, played saxophone, wow. actually minored in, in oboe. So I did oboe in college, uh-huh. but I started playing guitar when I was like 13. I think just having an understanding with theory and, and knowing how to play piano made the transition from piano to guitar very easy yeah. for me to kind of pick up. 
Okay. So I started playing guitar when I was like 13 and just kind of dabbled in it, you know, didn't really take it serious that much. Uh-huh. Um, and then it wasn't until, you know, I was probably maybe a sophomore and junior in college where I, I started to take it pretty serious and started practicing more, uh-huh. all that good stuff. So it's been, it's been interesting. And then really, you know, once I moved to Nashville and I was just kind of surrounded by music, that was when I really got motivated and uh-huh. found a lot of inspiration from play- players and musicians that I'd met in town. Um, so, yeah. Outside a band, are you playing, did you do anything musically with gigs in high school? In high school? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played, you know, I did the whole band thing, but uh, we had our own bands, too. Uh-huh. Um I played one of my best friends. He actually was, um, his dad was like a preacher. Okay. So we started our own little church band, okay. praise band. And uh-huh. so we did that. And then I played in another little band that I did with my brother. So we did the whole band thing, okay. but it wasn't anything serious. You know, sure. we would do cover covers and yeah. stuff like that. Okay. So, and what about in college? Were you, yeah. were you playing out in college being a music no. minor? No, 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 college was, I was playing out, I mean, I was in the symphony, so uh-huh. I'd played oboe actually in college. Um, so we, you know, would have concerts and whatnot. And we actually went to China. We did like a tour oh, in wow. China wow. when I was in school there, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, with, with guitar, like I would play, I guess I did play in college a little bit. I played at a, a church on campus. Mm. Um, I'd play piano and guitar okay. occasionally. Um, but yeah, like honestly, like I said, I, I really didn't get into like, I guess all throughout my life, like I've always kind of had an, you know, I was very into songwriting and, you know, not your typical like, like orchestral band type uh-huh. music. You know, I was kind of doing my, my own thing too. But um, uh-huh. yeah, it wasn't really until I got out of college that I really started to, to kind of focus on more of like the singer songwriter type, okay. you know, pursuing like a career as an artist, you know? Yeah. Who were you listening to when you're like in, in college, just for instance? Well, we won't go as far back as high school this time. <laughs> yeah. We're, move, we're moving on up to college. Um, <laughs> gosh. I mean, I, I love R&B, soul music, uh, just some influences, especially with guitar, George Benson, huge fan of George Benson. Okay. Pat Metheny grew up uh-huh. listening to him. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, a lot of my musical, like it, it's it varies. But I love D'Angelo. I'm a huge, you know, Spanky fan. Uh-huh. Um, Isaiah Sharkey. I think who else? Yeah, I mean, those are some of like my guitar inspirations. Okay. All right. And, music and for yeah, music inspirations. Who are you listening to as singers? Since most of those guys aren't really uh, singers. Yeah, um, Anita Baker, uh-huh. Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. I love like I love Anita Baker. She's like one of my favorite hey, artists. Absolutely, um, because it's, your songs, a lot of your songs, sound very, very Anita Baker ish. <laughs> hey, that's a compliment. I, I meant it that. as a compliment. Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt, I'm a huge Maxwell fan. Let us see, Bernhoft. I was a very. I, I went through a period. Have Have you heard of Bernhoft? Nope, I haven't heard of Bernhoft. No, he's a, uh, yeah, uh, he's like a, I think he's from Norway. Okay. He's a great guitar player too, but real, real soulful voice. Um, yeah, like 
it's hard to think of everybody I've listened to because like my mom, she she has great taste in music, so I would grow up listening to like Joni Mitchell. Oh, yeah, and, of course. You know, it was kind of all across the spectrum. Like it was wasn't just like one genre. You know, uh-huh. I love all music. Sure. And you've you've got a very husky voice, similar to Anita Baker as well. Thanks. I mean that I in the smoke. best way possible. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> I'm a heavy smoker. No, I'm kidding. I don't think Anita Baker smokes. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't seem like. I'd be very surprised if she just lit up a cigarette one day. Uh, but, yeah. you know. I, I've seen Anita Baker chew out her band from um, at Soundcheck from the middle of the, sta- oh, middle shit. Of the stands. <laughs> it was great. Really? Yes. It was Where? Great. Uh, sh- uh, Shoreline. Uh, t- you've got to tell me more. You got to tell me more. You can't just say something like that and not elaborate. Uh, it was it. It sounded gorgeous to me. The everything that I heard, and she thought they were rushing, and uh, that particular oh, song man. that they were checking with, it was it was definitely a slow tempo song, and she felt rushed. It might have been because she was walking up and down the stairs in the stands to see how it sounded out there, mm-hmm. and uh, anyway, so she, <laughs> she she stopped the band and she chewed them out. Good. <laughs> It was great. Oh, man. That's quite oh, a while man. ago, though. I'm sure they deserved it. No, I don't think they deserved it. Those guys yeah. are about the best, best musicians <laughs> that I ever hey, saw on that stage. Don't don't talk bad about her. Okay. okay. I don't want to hear that. I don't want right. to hear that. Oh, she's I, a sweet woman. Oh, she's a very sweet woman. <laughs> I'm sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Luther Vandross was on the same show that I saw. And Luther Vandross, really? yeah, he was. couldn't have been the night. I mean, he's gone now, but he was, couldn't have been a nicer human. Yeah. He took the time to meet yeah, everybody. Yeah, he seems say, like he's nice. <laughs> say hi to everybody. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> so back to me. So you get to Nashville six years ago, and mm-hmm. right before the the huge um, the masses, right before the masses start showing up in Nashville, every day there probably is like a busload of aspiring guitar players, singers, and oh, yeah. musicians in general. Uh, but so you beat them and, uh, what did you do? What, what's going on What's going through your head? Like, did you immediately walk down, you know, South Broadway and decide that you wanted to be one of those people? No, I didn't want to be one of those people. It was more so just like, I think that's another thing too, that, that people, when they think of Nashville, they think of just like country music, you know? And it's really I mean, it is a, a pretty heavy country town, but there's a lot of other oh, yeah. cool things, oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. like in R&B and pop world. You know, it's just a great town for songwriting in general. Well, it's, so it's the music hub. So for me, I mean, it really, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I feel like a bunch of people are moving from L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, a, a lot of people are moving from, yeah, they're moving from L.A. Yeah. to Nashville, you know? Uh-huh. So, but when I first moved here, like I said, it wasn't really like, it was just kind of, Oh, well, I'm here now. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll pursue this and try this. So I just started going to writers rounds in town uh-huh. and they had a, uh, I remember one in particular, there was one at a place called Soulshine, um, which it's no longer there, but it was over in Midtown uh-huh. and they would just have like, you know, writer nights where you could just get up and play a song Absolutely. or two. Were you writing uh, hang out. So you were, yeah. writing, you were writing songs already at that point. I started to, yeah, I started to. I mean, I, I really hadn't had many songs that I wrote, and I just started going to these rounds and, you know, met people and 
um, you know, it kind of led to other gigs. I started playing piano with an artist in town. So I was doing that. And then I met another writer at a, at a round and we started kind of just writing together. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of did that for a while uh-huh. and I feel like I was trying to kind of mold into something that I wasn't cause I was trying to write like country type pop songs, you know, sure. just trying to kind of get my foot in the door however I could. Uh-huh. And not to say that like, that's, you know, that it wasn't fun. I mean, I had a great, I had a great time doing that, but it just wasn't me. And I think I wasn't having any success with it because I wasn't like being true to myself as an artist, you know? Uh-huh. And so I took a break for a while and just kind of took a year off and focused on writing and practicing guitar and, you know, just kind of meeting people. And during that time period, things kind of started to pick up for me online with social media and just kind of building a following uh-huh. through Instagram, through YouTube, um, so I really was just focusing on that for, for about a year or so. And, and that kind of took off and it led me to meet, you know, the people that I work with now in my band, uh-huh. um, you know, it led me to meet those guys. And it, it kind of took me some time to, to get the right group of people, you know, to make the kind of music that I wanted to make. Yeah. And, you know, now that I've done that and we've, you know, we started putting music out in 2019 and, you know, I finally feel like I'm on the right track and like pursuing what I want as far as, you know, music is concerned. I feel like I'm finally kind of found my footing. Yeah, exactly. So that your first, your first release is the EP that came out on, on the 24th of September. <laughs> so first body of work. Yes. But our first uh, song we released was actually back in 2019 and we had done some singles. So we put out uh, our first single is called what you do to me. We put that out 2019 uh-huh. and then 2020, we put out a few songs okay. and then we released the CP this past September. So okay. really haven't put out a lot of music. I mean, we, we've, we've wrote a lot. We've got a lot of songs that we're working on currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like honestly we were going to, to do an EP, but then COVID happened and sure. it was just like the perfect time to actually sit down and do that. Yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. And, uh, what kind of venues were you playing when with have you been playing venues with the band yeah we actually um we just got back we did a a little run um a few weeks ago we we did like an east coast thing we played washington dc uh uh, philly new york boston we did like a um city winery yeah little tour very familiar with city played yeah played three three of those and then we played uh rock wood in new york uh-huh. we played there a couple times it's a cool it's a cool venue I, I really enjoyed playing there and then we played in town we had a, a, a show at third and lindsley okay. a few months ago cool here in nashville um yeah so really kind of getting to play shows has, has been great i you know i, I toured with a an artist just playing guitar with her uh-huh. a few years ago and we got to play some larger venues we got to play red rocks and a couple you know a couple others so that was a fun tour that was actually like my first tour uh-huh. um but it wasn't with the band it was just playing as you know guitarist for somebody else sure. but yeah it's been fun it's been fun playing with the group though because we really you know we didn't really have a chance to do that because we had just started putting music out and just started to play shows and then COVID happened so i hate to keep saying COVID happened you know i hate to keep bringing it up but no really it's okay yeah, everybody up, else does too <laughs> screwed up a bunch of our plans <laughs> everybody else does too so it's good and no yeah. it, did, it did screw everything up for everybody 
so the the person that you were touring touring with as a guitar player that was Rozzy. Rozzy, am I close? Yeah. Okay, good. Rozzy. Rozzy, was it? You got you, it. Was you it, got it, it the first time. Was it in a bus? Um, we actually had like the luxury style of touring. We we flew a lot. Oh, fly, fly we drove days. a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did a lot of flying, a lot of driving. Uh, and then we just did, you know, hotels. So it actually was really nice because neither of us had to drive. Our TM drove everywhere. Oh, that's cool. We got to fly. We got to stay in nice hotels. So it was it was definitely like the the fancy version of touring. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this past tour we did, though, it was, you know, all of us in a bus, you know, staying in Airbnbs. It was fun. Oh, that's but, cool. Yeah. And stay in yeah. Airbnbs, that's like so I've never done the actual like big <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, I said to stay in an Airbnbs was that's pretty cool. That's a efficient way to, to tour. Or yeah. A, a cost effective way anyway. Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yep. And that what what so the you're playing city wineries, which is generally like three hundred seaters. What size venues are you playing like I guess you don't really know because you haven't been able to tour too much because of COVID, but is yeah. it 300 seaters for the most part? Do you have, do you have dates planned in the future here? Yeah, we've got a, we're playing a show at the high watt in January, which okay. is, I don't know the capacity, but I want to say like one to 200. Sure. Um, it's in the, it's actually really like that facility. It's, it's three different venues in one uh-huh. um, cannery ballroom, mercy and then the high watt it's all kind of in the same building yep. um but we gotta get we got a gig playing there january and it's it's gonna be fun it's i've been working with this booking agency in town and they um they're called affinity entertainment and they've been putting shows on uh-huh. they actually put the show on that we played at third and Lindsay, which was a lot of fun but okay. they they're doing like this shannon and friends night uh-huh. so i got to pick i got to pick some of my favorite acts here in town to be on this bill. So it's just going to be a great night of music. My, my friend Olivia Jones is playing. She's oh, cool. incredible. Uh, the network, they're an incredible R&B soul jazz group in town. They're uh-huh. playing. And uh, this past tour that we did, the city winery tour, we played with a band called blue light bandits. Uh-huh. They're from Boston, okay. but they're going to come down and they're playing at the, at the show at the high watt as well. So oh, cool. it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Are you going to do any more city winery um, dates in the future here? Um, don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. I think we're we're trying to plan a lot more for next year. Um, just getting more more shows booked, so uh-huh. it's it's definitely possible. And uh, are you guys recording like all the time, or or occasionally, or? Yeah, um, I think for January we've got um, some singles that we're working on okay. that we'll probably release throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, eventually we'd love to do an album, but I think I think the the smart way to do things, especially to like keep people engaged, is to just like try to put new songs out every couple of months. Sure, it's easier to do that when you're just working on one song. So yeah, I think we're exactly. going to stick to just doing this the single game for next year. See is, how that goes. Is the EP, which is called One Sided, is the EP? Uh, like is it a physical product or is it only on spotify and and you know itunes the whole thing it's only available uh for like download on online currently i want to do vinyl i think i'm going to do some vinyl but vinyl is uh 
That's great. Kind of expensive. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The range of people that are going to be listening to this is probably some people your age, but mostly people uh, my age, which is probably like, you know, close to three times your age. (laughs) And do you think, do you think in the future, do you think in the future there, uh, that there's a use for physical product or you think it's all going to be streaming in the future? I mean, the novelty of vinyl, I I understand the novelty of vinyl, but like CDs and stuff, most new cars don't even have CD players. So I know I don't, I I mean, it sucks. I, I can remember like being a kid and like going to borders Mm -hmm. and, you know, listening to CDs and buying CDs and listening on my little Sony Walkman. There's something very nostalgic about that, but you know, this generation, like they don't know, they don't get that, you know? And it's so easily available to everybody online. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's not really a need for it. Like, I I don't see why people would do it because yeah. nobody's out there buying CDs. But sure. <laughs> like you said, I mean, vinyl vinyl has a comeback. You know, people like vinyl, especially mm-hmm. people in Nashville that are hipster, hipsters and they like to listen to vinyl on the record players. You know, they I think vinyl is probably the only... <laughs> Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like CDs go, I don't really see a need for them anymore. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. As much as I hate to say that. It's the, what's the, what is the tangible product that people are going to hold in their hands that, you know, that are going to bring you close? A t-shirt? To yeah, exactly. A t-shirt. A coffee mug. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> a mask. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's funny. Like we, I should have, uh, had merch available this last tour. I just, it kind of, things just kind of happened so fast. I sure. didn't really have time to, to plan all of that out, but yeah, I think like t-shirts are the way to go. Cause when you go to shows now, like that's all they have. It's like t-shirts or posters. They don't actually have like yep. CDs. Yeah. Yep. Well, I go to old people shows, so they have all the things they have CDs they have vinyl old people show what's actually i went to uh who did i see recently uh doobie brothers and they had <laughs> they had cds and stuff oh yeah of course <laughs> i was one of the youngest people at that show. <laughs> i'll bet it's a great show though it's oh, a great show yeah. michael mcdonald yeah. was there it's yeah. awesome that's good michael mcdonald that, that's a treat to have him oh and, yeah because he didn't perform with them for the longest time yeah no it was a good show <laughs> uh so, you old people. Oh, the old people, yeah. So now it's it's the since this is like vintage guitar magazine, I have to ask you about guitars and stuff. So when you were thirteen, of and course, you, and you started playing guitar, what kind of guitar was that that you started playing? So my first actual real guitar was a uh, it was a Fender Telecaster. It was Midnight Wine wow. Fender Standard Telecaster. It's a Mexican-made okay. Telecaster. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was my first guitar. I had a, yeah, I had it, and I I really do agree with that. Like I've played. I know there's a lot of there's like a stigma with American-made Fender or like Mexican-made, and I've played Mexican-made guitars that have sounded just as good as oh, an yeah. American-made yeah. guitar. You know, for sure. Um, but yeah, that was that was my first real guitar. What were you using uh, for? And I, um, I had like one of those. Well, my first one was one of those little honeycomb oh, wow. portable amps. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had one of those little uh little Marshall amps. Okay. Right on. <laughs> so that was like my first um my first actual like 
you know, guitar, guitar amp. Uh-huh. And I had that telly for a really long time. I actually had it when I moved to Nashville and I, I traded it for, um, an Ibanez hollow body guitar. Okay. And uh, cause I was, I love to play jazz. So yeah. I was like, I've always wanted, I, you know, my dream guitar was a Gibson uh-huh. 335. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it's called. I'm not a huge Gibson. Um, <laughs> I'm not very knowledgeable, which I know you're wearing a Gibson shirt. So I feel like an idiot, Oh, great, uh, great. but I'm not very knowledgeable. No, you're not an idiot. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It, the, uh, so that the Ivan is the, was that the George Benson model that you were, that you traded it for? Or was it one of the, or is it more like the 355 shape? 355 or 345 the, whatever or, yeah one three something yeah it was, it was definitely the double yes, cutaway yeah. it was yeah. oh yes um and it was a great guitar like i i loved it but then i ended up trading it for a prs oh wow because i'd always wanted i'd always wanted a prs and so i had that for like a year and then i started working closely with like fender and ernie ball and so now i have all these guitars it's like it's funny how i went from having literally one guitar uh-huh. to over like you know 10 guitars now really so it's pretty yeah how'd you get the gig um testing out fender stuff honestly it was just social media you know I, like i mentioned earlier i was posting a lot of content and got some traction and you know kind of built up this following and you know that's pretty marketable to these companies you know you have a following you have people that you can target and so um yeah they started sending me stuff and i I still do work with them like i do like random um demos with new products that they get Uh um and the same with with ernie ball um but mostly the most of the work that I do is with Fender and then um, I signed with Marshall live agency, their wow. booking agency. Uh-huh. And they just sent me an amp. Um, they just sent me an amp last week, actually. So I'm <laughs> playing with that. Um, so, yeah, but aside from, from Fender and Ernie Ball, I bought a, um, a Nash okay. a couple of years ago. Love. I, I love Nash guitars. Yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. I'd always, I'd always wanted kind of like that, that boutique, you know, vintage style guitar. So I, I bought a, a 20, 2013. I mean, it's, I say vintage, it's, it was 2013, but you know, they're built based off of like a, yeah. exactly. But it's built, it's built, you know, to replicate like a 1950s Fender Strat, essentially, sure. you know, um, Is that the blue with, one? with Lawler pickups, but yeah, it's black. It's black. It looks like, uh. Yeah, it's it's a black is Stratocaster. It, is it the one you're playing in the video? No, the one that I'm playing in the video is the Fender, my Fender Ultra, which is probably my favorite guitar okay. out of all of my guitars. Okay. The Fender Ultra Strat, Strat, yeah. Okay, it's my go-to. And you're so you're using Marshall amps with these? Um, no, Fender. I'm oh, a, Fender I'm, amps. I'm a pretty big Fender. Fender. I have the Marshall amp, which I've I've um. Played on, I haven't played on it that much, but I, I have a uh, a Tone Master Fender that I use uh-huh. um, that I love, yeah. and yeah, it's a solid amp. But um, yeah, I've I've played on the Marshall a couple times. I really dig it, um, but I think I've just I gravitate to the Fender because I'm used to it. I like it, you know. It's you know, it's Fender. Yeah. You, you, you can't go wrong. Um, but yeah, I'll have to get more more. Um, in tune with the with the Marshall products because I'm not as 
familiar, not as familiar with, with them as uh, I am with Fender. But yeah. yeah, it's great having all this gear. It's been a lot yeah. of fun. Exactly. You must have a nice, uh, a, house, a nice big house to keep all this stuff. <laughs> well, I'm running out of room. <laughs> I'm running out of room. Are the most of the guitars, the Ernie Balls, and the, do you still have the Ibanez? Oh, you traded that for a PRS. Traded it. Traded it for the PRS, and then I sold the PRS okay. for, I think I just, I think I just sold the PRS in general because I wasn't using it as much, and I hate to be like that person. I love PRS guitars. I think they're one of the greatest, like, they sound great, they feel great, Sure, but aesthetic, aesthetically, it wasn't my vibe. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, like diva thing of me to say but it Who just cares? didn't fit the look yeah. that i was going for you know yeah um so and when you play live how much guitar playing are you doing as opposed to playing keyboards or piano it's kind of half and half honestly okay. um i think like a lot of the songs that i wrote for the ep i actually wrote on piano okay. um because so a lot of major seven which chords. is <laughs> yeah right <laughs> thanks thanks for picking that out um yeah so i i wrote a lot of it on piano and i'd say it's it's half and half but i you know i think it's cool that i can kind of showcase you know that i not only play guitar but you know i play piano as well yeah. so it's, it's it's been fun kind of jumping back and forth between the two instruments and i just got a um i got a nord oh, keyboard okay. yeah Cool. A couple months ago, I got I went with one of the Electro 60 keyboards, so that was um, kind of like a dream piano for me. I've always wanted I've always wanted a Nord, so yeah. I finally bit the bullet and paid the money for one. <laughs> do you travel with the with the hockey team? Do you travel with them, or do you just stay in Nashville? No, I'm just I'm just in Nashville. I uh, I'm a my title I'm a facility office manager, so I work with. Um, everything operations at the arena. So that's our conversion crews, you know, that work with the shows. Um, ice, ice is under this umbrella as well. Uh, Uh, and then our engineering HVAC plumbing, all that stuff. So mostly it's maintaining the facility, but also like changing over from event to event. Yeah. I mean, we work with the team. We work with the team pretty closely, but, um, yeah, I don't have to travel, which is nice. The, uh, do you work with like the ice capades and stuff like that? Do you have to work with them when they, they come through? Is it at Bridgestone? Do you do work? Do you work out of Bridgestone? Yeah, Bridgestone okay. Arena. Okay, you don't have to answer your ice capades yeah. question. I'll just take that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what do you do when you're not playing guitar? When you're not writing music? And when you're not working for the hockey or for the for Bridgestone? What are you doing? Um. Well, I love hanging with friends there's a lot of great um bars a lot of great restaurants here in nashville so check checking out checking out new bars new restaurants uh i love live music so i'm always going to a show Uh somewhere um in town spending time with family practicing you know i spend the majority of my time there like working on music stuff Uh and you know it's like it's like a mixture because it's like you know the guys that I make music with, like they're my best friends. So Uh it's like when we hang out, you know, we're always kind of like, if not working on music, we're talking about music or something, you know, in that, in that realm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, but majority of my time is spent working either at the arena or, you know, working on music stuff with the guys. But, um, 
been a lot of fun. Yeah. It is fun. It is fun. Exactly. It's going to continue to be fun. It's going to continue to be fun. And if people want to get a hold of you, because I'm sure they're going to want to get a hold of you and see your, your lovely face, where do they do that? <laughs> um, you mean like just online or? Yeah. In like, do you aspect? have a website? I sure do. Oh, cool. Uh, That'd be a great place for them to start. Yes. Um, yeah. All of my, all of my like contact info is it's just shannonlaurencallahan.com. Okay. Pretty simple. Yep. Exactly. Um, that was available. But yeah. It, yes. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> I got lucky. Um, yeah. But everything is available there in terms of like where to find me on socials, how to reach out via email, booking, uh-huh. Uh, press, all that stuff is um, available. Yeah, and where do you spend on my most, website? Where do you spend most of your time on the socials? Look at that! I said a kid term. <laughs> <laughs> on the socials, you know, I am. A, I love Pinterest. Oh, I'm really? a huge Pinterest person. I was not expecting. Yeah, this I spend the majority. <laughs> I know. I spend a lot of my time on Pinterest. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, like I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram and stuff, but I'm not like. I'm either posting something on Instagram. I'm not really ever scrolling much, uh-huh. you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I think I, I post a lot to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff. But uh-huh. honestly, if I'm going to like go on online for like pleasure for myself personally, I'm usually on Pinterest um, and YouTube. I love YouTube. Sure. Or do you post, uh, clearly you have, um, you know, your produced videos, but do you post like impromptu stuff on any of those? <laughs> um, I mean, we did, sort of, I guess. We had a couple videos on YouTube, but um, yeah, not not really. It's so hard, like keeping up with all of these new platforms. Like you know, TikTok hit, yeah. you know, hit. Now it's like the top app. It's like, oh shit! Now I gotta yeah. put everything that I do on Instagram on here and try to build a following here. And it's like I wish there was one one platform that just you could post a video or whatever and it just went out to the masses and you have to have all these different things you, you know you can go back like uh 15 years it is myspace that was the one i know i had myspace <laughs> i loved myspace exactly because there was just the only one <laughs> that was i mean and it was great for music too like oh, i yeah. remember discovering i discovered adele on myspace uh-huh. you know like she wasn't even that big yet you yeah. know it's like those were the days. I missed that. <laughs> now you're talking like me. <laughs> I'm an I'm an old soul. Okay. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been wonderful talking to you, and I should let you go. And um, so once well. once oh, thank you. You're very kind. Once again, uh, where would they find you? Say your website. Um, you can find shannonlaurencallahan.com. You can find everything you need right there and i'll post a link on the in the show notes so they can find you they could just click the link on the show notes and boom they're they're hanging out cool. with you okay Sounds well, great, man. lovely talking to you i love your music very cool thank you it's been a pleasure, pleasure. thanks for doing this absolutely pleasure's all mine have a wonderful afternoon you too i'll uh be chilling in space okay <laughs> bye-bye <laughs> see you <ya. laughs> bye, bye. 
Thanks for listening to Have Guitar Will Travel. You can catch up on all the things I'm doing at thedeadlies.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms as well. And please support Vintage Guitar and all the wonderful things they do because they do many, many wonderful things for us guitar players. Thanks. Please subscribe. Please tell a friend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.